Hello, everyone. Welcome to Soulmates Podcast via Zoom. This is Emily. This is Rachel. Zoom, hey. Zoom. <laughs> Make our heart go boom, boom. You're my supernova girl. Supernova oh. girl. <laughs> Why isn't there like a K-pop group called Supernova Girls or something like that? Or like Supernova? Uh, that'd be so great. But they'd be all old like us. That's the tea. <laughs> <laughs> So today is our March K-pop roundup. Woo-woo. It's the K-pop roundup. Not a lot came out in March. There just wasn't a lot to choose from in March. I looked over multiple websites and really we only even had 17 to really pull from compared <laughs> so. to like the 30 in February. The many, many, many songs that came out in February. It was almost overwhelming. So we're going to continue doing the same format we did for February, where we each give a rating and we're going to do like a countdown for the top 10 songs. So we're going to start backwards like we did last time because it's more fun. We're going to start with our number 10 song, which is Lupin by Donkiz. That is an interesting name for a group. <laughs> Dog kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I immediately thought of. This was released on March 11th, and we both gave this a six. This has a very funky bass and guitar beat, but there's a tone change immediately before the chorus, where instead of getting you like pumped for the chorus, it's like, let's take it down a notch. And I really hated that. Like, Me it too. was very jarring. But the chorus in here, it is mostly instrumental trumpet solos, and it was super funky, and I really, really liked it. I wish the song could have reflected the chorus more. The eyebrows on these boys. Is this like a new group? I feel like it is. I feel like they are new-ish. One of these boys has the thickest eyebrows I've ever seen on a man. They are thick with two C's. <laughs> Honestly, I think that can be kind of attractive depending on how they're shaped and stuff. So, I also really liked the choreography because it had a bunch of intricate footwork and it used canes as props. It was kind yes. of like Singing in the Rain-esque. Uh, the video, I think, is about them being detectives. It's really not clear to me what the fuck is going on for this video, but I guess at least they attempted a concept, unlike some other people. Yeah, I feel like Lup Lupin is a popular character in Asia, right? His name is Lupin. He's a detective. Yeah. Um, so I think that's kind of what they were going off of. Lupin is kind of like a Sherlock Holmes type character, so... I got that a lot from how they were dressing. That being said, like you, I really liked the funky, jazzy music this song has, but I really hate that breakdown right before the chorus because it, it just, it's not needed. And then the chorus is so good. I just feel like it detracts from the song as a whole. And I also like the little canes they dance with during the chorus. I think that just adds something mm -hmm. <laughs> to uh, the whole song and the music video. So when I hear Lupin, I don't immediately think of Lupin the Third, which is like the detective extravaganza anime. I think of Lupin by Kara, 
And I also think of werewolves. <laughs> so I'm like, are they turning into werewolves? It doesn't seem like that. They're not detective werewolves. Yeah, I, I guess, like, there was a moon at one point, so they could maybe have been alluding to that, too. It definitely wasn't, know. like, Kara's Lupin, so I no, know it wasn't I, that. But. Yeah, I don't know why that was named that. That Kara song slaps, though. It does. Still slaps. Still slaps after all these years. You know that the music video on YouTube looks like it's filmed on a potato? Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's bad. Let's move along to our number nine song, which is Winner's Hold. This was released on March 26th. I gave it an eight. Rachel gave it a five. Yeah, I gave it a five. (laughs) (laughs) So I thought this was a really cute concept. And I'm pretty sure I only rated it this high because I really enjoyed the music video. The concept is the band is being protective over a younger sister. It's a very chill song. And like I said, normally I'm not really into these songs, but the video was so damn cute and funny. And the chorus is good. And it has a lot of pep, a lot more than the rest of the song. So I feel like that's why I gave it such a high rating. And the boys have really good stank faces. <laughs> and at one point, one of them has like a drawn on goatee. Oh my God, and I yes. thought that was so funny. <laughs> Towards the end, <laughs> the editing gets a little weird where they're all kind of like these cupids flying around and there's like Windows Movie Maker stuff. But you gotta watch the music video for this. This is where the video trumps the song. I really love the music video, like, to pieces, but I just did not like the song. I agree that the chorus is a little bit of a break, and it is pretty good, but I just wouldn't listen to the song without watching the music video. Like, it it just wouldn't be worth it to me. But I really love the dynamics that the Boys of Winter have with the girl who I believe is one of a very popular duo She's the girl from Akmu, right? She's yes, the- yes. Yeah. She's, she's the sister of Akmu. Um, if it's not her, it's some girl who is like her twin. Yeah, like they, they look extremely similar if that's not her. But I, I'm like 99% sure it is her. I wish they would have had her sing. <laughs> I know. Her, like, her voice is honestly beautiful and it would have gone well with the song. But anyways, I really like the music video concept. I just didn't like the song. That's why I rated it low. In your notes, I can see the sister is texting a man who is going on a date. Yep. (laughs) A man's is. Our number eight song is by NCT 127. It is Kick It. Now, this was released on March 4th, and I gave it a 6, Rachel gave it a 7. Yeah, they passed. (laughs) It passed. There just was not a lot. I think I rated things higher than I normally would have, because I was like, there's just not this much here to compare it to. This is true, yeah. It starts off with a really intense guitar riff. This whole concept is like martial arts, 
I don't think there's enough actual martial arts in the video. I agree. I hated the shiny latex outfits. Those look so fucking ugly. Their martial arts, like, gi-inspired outfits were cool because I liked the concept. (laughs) They were very strappy. This whole video is going for a theme of, like, yellow and black. And I feel like that really worked in the choreography video where they're just doing choreo. It looked really good and dynamic for that. But, like, pretty much this whole video was a box set. I got kind of bored of that until the very end when they start switching things up and they start doing a lot of CGI for, like, a scene. At the end, they're, like, in this giant Chinese archway with, like, a cityscape with neon lights. I thought that looked amazing. But that was at the end. (laughs) Everything else, it's like they're in a dojo. I agree mostly with what you said. Um, I just, I really don't like the tempo transition. Uh-uh. It's like so in your face and then it drops off like a cliff. It's really weird. The choreo looked really hard, but I also wish it was more martial arts related. Like they do kick their legs at some points, but having the choreo almost be like a martial arts set would have been really cool. Mm-hmm. Oh God, like that one. Um, Oh, I wish I remember the names of things better. But there was something we reviewed back in the fall that was a really cool blend of like ancient Asian instruments. And um, I know what you're talking about, and I cannot yeah. remember. They did a really good job of combining like choreography with martial arts and also having like really beautiful, rich sets with like ancient architecture. I thought this was like a cheap, kind of like Britney Spears version. <laughs> of that oh my Um, god because of all the latex and like the sexualness and stuff but I really hated the latex outfits too they looked cheap and kind of gross but I want to give them a props that at least the rap parts fit well with the guitar riff you know harder sections of the song so I liked those two bits of the songs like the build up and then the in your face sections but it left a little bit to be desired, but I do like NCT 127. I did like the choreo. I did like the martial arts outfits. I think it had a good theme. Mm-hmm. I just wish it was executed a little bit better. At some point in the song, it comes to almost a complete stop for vocal spotlights. And while I understand that's important for a group as large as NCT 127, it totally ruined the flow. Yep. And... I thought the choreography had too much crotch grabbing and not enough punching and kicking. Yeah, I completely agree. Let's move along to our number seven pick, the group Favorite Released Lie. This was released on March 10th. We both gave it a 7. It starts off with a very Spanish-sounding guitar. And honestly, I was really distracted during this whole music video because I was completely shocked at the level of HD in this. We can see skin imperfections. Like, I could see pores. I could see moles that were covered up by makeup. I think some girl even had, like, a zit that was covered up. I was like, whoa. (laughs) Excuse me. They don't have glass skin. I like that that makes them look more real, definitely. But Mm -hmm. also I was like really distracted because we are not used to that in K-pop. We are used to very polished perfection. 
The song definitely reminds me of second generation girl group songs. It has that vibe. And overall, I liked the song, but the video doesn't really have any direction or concept. And honestly, I feel like in 2020, if you don't have a clear concept, you should just release a choreography video and save money. I agree. It really didn't have any direction. And I honestly thought the sets were kind of boring. But I did like the song itself. And I actually liked the glamour shots of all the girls, like the close-ups, because they all look very glowy and glittery. And they honestly, like, they look their age. Yes. (laughs) Like, they look like women. They don't look like porcelain-skinned teenage girls with, like, intense V-line jaws and, like, overdone eyes and stuff like that. They look like their age. They look like women. They look like real people. But they still look beautiful, and I think that is kind of powerful in its own way. I did appreciate that not every member had a super sharp V-line, because I feel like in girl groups nowadays, if you don't have the sharpest jaw, like, if you don't have a Dorito chin, you're out. You know, like, there are different face shapes. You don't have to go to the doctor to have your jaw shaved it's cool i'm glad we're starting to get more of that in k-pop because the overdone plastic surgery has to stop i'm not into it i'm pretty sure that like a majority of international fans aren't really into it they just want to see talented people for sure and i think that international fans can recognize that beauty comes in a lot of sizes and shapes even conventional beauty someone can still be beautiful internationally and not have a v-shaped chin but you know they're still attractive and pretty just like when the korean netizens got all up in arms about that one poor girl at itsy's nose no one else even noticed that no one was like oh my god her nose is so big like that didn't even occur to me i just feel so bad for her i think about her all the time when i see itsy i'm just like that poor girl has a normal nose (laughs) and everyone's just like her nose is huge. It's like Squidward. Like, it's just oh my God. so much. <laughs> Leave her alone. <laughs> Squidward wishes. <laughs> exactly. Our number six song is by ID, and that is J.US.T. Just. This was released on March 13th. I gave it a 9. And I gave it a 6. So why did you give it a 6? I don't know. I liked it. I did like it. Obviously, that's why I rated it a 6. But I just felt like it was a little one note. Mm -hmm. And I'm not too into the baby whisper singing type of thing. But her voice is really nice. All that said and done. I just wish that it was shot a little bit differently. I get that they were going with a very retro style to match the retro sound, but honestly, some of the shots look like they're from a snuff film. Oh. And that brings me to a weird place when I'm watching a music video. I'd also say that this falls more into the category of K-indie than K-pop, especially because it only has about 30,000 views after about three weeks of being out. And because of that, holding it to kind of a higher standard because some K-indie just does a better job at executing itself with having the same sound. That's why I rated it a six. (laughs) Okay. So I'm not normally into these kinds of songs with the soft baby voice vocals, but I am desperate this month 
and I am a sucker for a dance beat, so I was like nine. <laughs> uh, this is a song definitely for like sexy slow dancing. For sure. um, it's a song for like pole dancing. It's a song for chair dancing. The video, now that you say snuff film, yes, but the <laughs> video, it reminds me of like 90s, like yeah. supermodel films. Um, okay. There's a lot of soft focus and transitions, like it's on Windows Movie Maker. Yeah. And the chorus. Just the oops in the chorus. She keeps yeah. saying oops. Somehow that just gets me. Like, it sounds really good to my my lizard brain. <laughs> and it makes me want to do the bend and snap, push a pen over the desk, just oops. Oops. <laughs> I really wish the lyrics were on screen for this because the music video doesn't really give you any clues what the fuck this is about. Yeah. It's more of, like, a fashion-slash-vibe that they're going for than a concept. I just really like the dance beats. I want more dance songs. Please, K-pop. I do like how funky it is, for sure. All right, let's move along to our number five song this month, and it's Don't Know by Mist stylized as capital M capital Y dot ST This was released on March 26th. I gave it an eight. And I gave it a seven. It starts off immediately with vocal manipulation bird calls, which I'm kind of over, but they still sound good. I mean, why fix what's not broken? It still sounds good. And I'm pretty sure the leader is the guy with the pink hair. I really loved his hair. Oh my God. He had the best bubblegum pink hair. There's a lot of falsetto, but I feel like they all pulled off the falsetto. And one guy is wearing a beret, which is just hashtag fashion. The white outfits, they wear, like, white pants and white button-down shirts with, like, five buttons open so you see their chests. None of them have chest hair. (laughs) Yeah. It is so Backstreet Boys. Like, I had to pause the video because I was so distracted because all I could think of was, I want it that way. (laughs) The guys in the band also look like very regular-looking guys. And I can tell they didn't overdo it with surgery. I appreciate that, them looking like normal people. There's not really a plot or concept for the music video, Mm. so they should have just done a choreography video, in my opinion. The song is pretty average, but this month is so sparse, so I'm going to take it. So this group missed, uh, they just debuted. This is actually their debut single. They're a five-member group, and their members are Minho, Wanchol, Woonjin, Juntae, and Hyunwoo. And they're all in their mid-twenties, so safe to lust after. (laughs) These guys are like the kings of smizing. Like, I've never been this affronted by eye contact in a boy (laughs) group before. Watch the music video. It's like they're staring into your soul. They're like, hey, girl, be attracted to me. And I'm like, okay, you're attractive. (laughs) They all look like normal guys with makeup, which I honestly kind of appreciate. And they're all still very attractive, so that helps. 
I agree with Emily though like the music video the sets are not interesting they could have been worse but the outfits kind of saved it for me like the stark white versus black outfits were kind of cool the song itself is a little forgettable but they all sing well with each other and I'm looking forward to them coming out with more because they're hot and they make really great eye contact I'm pretty sure the person filming this was like, if you don't make direct eye contact with this camera at all times, you're going to die. <laughs> and they put, like, googly eyes on the camera or something. Like They're like, keep eye contact with this. It was good. I really like that they're all in their mid-20s. Hell yeah. Age-appropriate kings. Yep. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <sighs> they need something for us old snatches. They really do. Too many of these fucking 19-year-olds, I swear to God. Let's go to our number four song. And you're going to have to say this because I could not pronounce whatever the fuck this group and (laughs) song title is. Okay, it's Tara Y.A. by 2-9, which is stylized as the number two, and then capital N-Y-N-E. This seriously looks like it's some sort of code or password or CAPTCHA. That's probably what it was. And they're like, let's just make this part the group name and this part the song. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It was released on March 10th. I gave it a nine, though, as I think back, I think I'm going to adjust to an eight. I also gave it an eight. Still be at the same place in the list. So number four still. Yeah. You can tell that the song is going to go hard right when you open it. So you're like, okay, this is going to go hard. I can tell where this is going. Bass is super intense. It was actually so intense that I was listening to it in headphones and it actually bothered my ears. It's a very, very low rumbling bass and it literally hurt my eardrums. I don't know why. I think probably because I'm having a bunch of allergy issues right now that my ear, nose, and throat are just very sensitive, but like the frequency that the bass was just did not agree with me. Mm. And this song made me miss Blackpink. I'm like, Mm. I get what they're trying to do, but I miss Blackpink. At least they like went for something. They did. They went whole balls for something. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know why I put nine. I think because I was like, I need to like rate some things higher because I haven't really rated anything that high, but I'm changing it from a nine to an eight. The song I thought was pretty okay. I actually really liked the song. I thought it was, you know, like just like a dance house song. And I'm, I'm always a sucker for that. It's a good dance and a good workout song. That being said, though, the music video production is not good. I don't know what they filmed this on, but it's not good. It looks like someone's cell phone. (laughs) It Um, might be a cell phone, honestly. And not their iPhone, whatever the fuck, that shoots really well. It also looks like they're in someone's garage during the chorus. In fact, the whole music video kind of looks like they're in someone's house. It's just very weird. And the outfits are also weird. Like, they're wearing, like, crushed velvet renaissance dresses and, like a weird white t-shirt dress that's chiffon with like sequins on the front like it's just it's all over the place so don't watch the music video but listen to the song dance to the song um the music video i honestly don't know why they made it yeah they could have just danced in front of like a wall 
that wasn't in someone's garage and that could have been it i'm guessing that they rented an airbnb and just shot it there it was bizarre <laughs> let's go to our number three song which is itsy's wannabe It was released on March 9th. I gave it a 9. And I gave it an 8. This is way better than Icy. I know we both kind of shat on Icy, but I feel like this is way better. It's bombastic dance music done right. This song reminds me a little bit of I Got a Boy, a little bit of Zim Zalabim. There's a lot of different elements coming together. However, I think that unlike Zim Zalabim, this actually goes really well together, all the different parts of it, because it's not overproduced. Yeah. I love the, like, the house beat parts of it, mm-hmm. but I really don't like the transition from that to the chorus. Like, I just feel like it's off. And honestly, even the singing sounds off. Like, the higher notes in the chorus sound very shrill. And I just wish it would have been a deeper sound that carried the house beat over into it. I really like the verses, though, and the breakdown at the end of the song is really good. All of their songs are about loving yourself, which is good. They're basically trying to be the girl power group. The styling in this video was questionable. I hated all of it. I hated it. The lacy fringe pants needed to be burned in a fire. They were so fucking ugly. They were bad, yeah so ugly. However, the choreo for this really popped off. I really, really liked the choreo. It was hitting all the beats of the song and was really flowing well. Yeah, I like the choreo too. I I definitely want to try and learn it actually. It has very like fast detailed movements, which I thought, you know, really bumped up the challenge of the choreo for the girls and they did a really good job with it. They're all really good dancers. I thought the set designs were fine and the styling was fine except for those ruffle pants. I think what they were trying to do is make them like really distinctive sets and settings and I I think they achieved that. However, the outfits, they didn't blow me out of the water, but they were okay. Again, minus the chandelier ruffle pants or whatever the hell those were. So fucking ugly. Like it was it was weird. Moving on from the pants, we're going to move on to a number two, which is actually a tie for number one. But I went with Emily's top pick because mine's really like a nine point something um, <laughs> for for the next song we're going to talk about. But our number two song is Do or Die by Alexa. You better run from me. Take one. Running in short time. We found his short time. Cause I got This was released on March 5th. I gave it a 9. And I gave it a 10. Alexa keeps dropping high-budget music videos with futuristic concepts. I think we all know that means she is a giant fucking nerd. Yes, she is. This song does not go as hard as Bomb did, but it's still good. I still liked it a lot, but I feel like I didn't give it a 10 because I 
am judging it against what she released previous and bomb was like an 11 out of 10 for me so this didn't hit the same the chorus is kind of a letdown i feel like it doesn't go as hard as it needs to be but the bridge to the chorus is so good i really want all of her outfits and all of her shoes whoever does her styling knows their shit whoever Mm -hmm. does the editing for this knows their shit it is so good she has a really good team behind her yeah it is definitely a production i also really like her outfits and her shoes i her style is really cool I think that her theme so far has been really consistent and on point, and I do like that she's kind of developing a story with her music videos. I think that's really smart and honestly engages me from one music video to the next. I'm still trying to figure out all the elements of the story, but it seems like she's kind of like a cyborg assassin of sorts. There's some also like portal-themed things thrown into the video, which ties into her being a giant nerd and her battling a plague mask robot and stuff like that. I just think all of that's really cool. I did really like the chorus of this music video, so that's kind of in in contrast to your notes there, but I've noticed that that voice modulation that Mm -hmm. happens in like traditional Indian music is becoming more and more popular. I don't think from my white person perspective that it was culturally appropriative. Again, from my opinion, let me know if I'm wrong. But basically, it's just a, like, uh type of thing that you add when you're singing. And I really liked that in the chorus. And I liked that it gave a nod to, like, an Indian beat and an Indian sound, but it wasn't completely appropriating that sound, if Mm -hmm. you know what I mean. I really liked the combination of those two things from the verse to the chorus. That's why I rated it a 10, because I just, I couldn't find, like, one thing I didn't like about it. You definitely have to watch the music video. Yeah, it's really cool. Our number one song for the month of March is Dreamcatcher's Endless Night. This came out March 4th. I gave it a 10. And I gave it a 9. Like a (laughs) 9.5. It starts off with a metal guitar riff and it has me shook. This is their Japanese comeback. I would have actually liked to see a band in the music video. Like the band who did the instrumental just maybe Mm. in the back a little bit. Kind of like baby metal has it. Because the instrumentation is going so fucking hard. It of course sounds like an opening to an anime and the chorus in this is a lot more pop than rock but it sounds amazing dreamcatcher is saving me from my coronavirus depression the only thing that is not completely transcending me is the rap the rap is really horribly placed in there i wish someone would just take it out it does not need a rap dreamcatcher i feel like as a group doesn't need a rapper straight up i really liked their red outfits They had black outfits with a ton of fringe. Fringe cannot become a trend. I will riot. I fucking hate fringe. Unless you're a gay cowboy, you cannot wear fringe. Emily, the Tiger King is bringing back fringe. No! (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. I absolutely love this song, too. I was like, yes, my metal queens. It (laughs) honestly felt like a baby metal song at first, and I was, like, really stoked. 
I almost didn't put this song in like our contender list just because it is a Japanese debut and I try not to put those in our roundups but I'm so glad I put it in because it was a fucking awesome song. Their voices sound fantastic with that epic guitar. I just love the way the whole song sounds so much. It's very upbeat and very epic, like all of their songs. I agree that the rap was really weird and just could have been completely left out. It literally halted the song. I know. Do the rap and then brought it back. And I was like, don't you think if you have to stop the whole fucking song to do the rap that maybe you could go without it? Like editing, please. (laughs) Um, I'm begging you. I'm begging you, please. (laughs) The sets, I think, left something to be desired, but I did really like their outfits. I love when outfits are, like, cohesive, but they all have individual components. It definitely was giving me, like, rocker, military vibes. And again, in all caps, my notes are, please make this an anime opening. I beg you. (laughs) I feel like Dreamcatcher needs their own show, like Papayama Yumi. Right? Uh, That would be so awesome. So that was our top ten. Let's do our honorable mentions. My honorable mention is One Us's A Song Written Easily. It was released March 24th. I gave it a 7. And I gave it a 5. I think I rated this higher than I normally would have for a song that sounds like this because it had such beautiful scenery in the music video. They were outside, in nature. It's a mid-tempo jam that I will listen to in my car if I ever get to go anywhere ever again, and it has a (laughs) summer vibe. Uh, That's bleak, Emily. (laughs) (laughs) And it has a summer vibe, she says sadly. (laughs) Remember remember summer. summer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, it's honestly cruel that the only thing I've wanted to do in the past couple of weeks is go swimming, and it's just like, I want to go to the pool so badly, but it's just not safe. Yeah. My honorable mention is Butterfly featuring Ravi by Vinny. It was released on March 4th. I rated it a 6. I rated it a 5. Yeah. I I mean, I understand why you rated it a 5. It's just not your cup of tea. Um, There's no music video for this song. I just like how chill it is, and Spotify would classify it as chill hop. I hate that. (laughs) So if you like chill hop music, give this song a listen because that's exactly what it is. It's just in Korean. It's lo-fi hip-hop beats to study slash relax to. It is. (laughs) Let's wrap up the roundup with our weekly K-pop recommendations. I'm going to recommend Alexa's Do or Die. My recommendation is Itzy's Wannabe. Guys, thank you so much for listening to the K-Pop Roundup, brought to you by Zoom. (laughs) Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. You can find Soulmates Podcast on Facebook, facebook.com slash soulmatespodcast. You can find us on Tumblr, maybe not for much longer, at soulmatespodcast.tumblr.com. You can find us on Instagram at soulmatespodcast. You can find us on YouTube and watch some of our videos at soulmatespodcast. Send us an email at soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. You can listen to our lovely podcast anywhere podcasts are normally found. iTunes, anything like that. You'll be able to find our podcast, but wherever you're listening, please subscribe, download our episodes, listen when you're bored to chase away the COVID-19 sadness, and leave us a rating on iTunes. We would really, really appreciate that. If you like this episode and the time and effort we're going to put into editing it, please leave us a tip on coffee.com. We are going to buy a soundboard once we get to our goal, which we're really close to. So if you could drop us like $3, that'd be great. 
guys. We'll see you next Friday. Bye. Bye.